Welcome to Black Beat Podcast. My name is John Washington, and I'm the CEO and Editor-in-Chief of Flossom Media. I will be your host for today's show, where we, as always, take an unapologetically Black approach to profiling people and stories that are significant to the connectivity and advancement of our community. Today, I'm kind of pleased. Uh, today, we're joined with a young man from Portland named Johnny Huff from Everybody Eats, a catering company and restaurant previously located in Southeast Portland and currently anticipating its grand opening in the new location in the Pearl District. The restaurant isn't just a hub for down home Southern comfort food. Owner Johnny Huff Jr. and Marcel Gross are well known for their nonprofit and food justice work. In addition, to giving away meals to Black Lives Matter protesters and supporters. Their nonprofit, Black and Blue, PDX, works toward fostering understanding and positive connections between young Black Portlanders and police officers in an attempt to keep Black, black youth out of criminal justice system. Welcome, Johnny. I appreciate you coming on to the show today, young man. Oh, I'm sorry. I, just I, just thank you guys for having I, I will in a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I've been waiting. Thank you. You mute it? Okay. So, yeah, Johnny, welcome to us. I appreciate that, man. Uh, tell us about yourself, Johnny. Who's the guy uh, sitting here with me today? Uh, you, so, man? Talk to me a little bit about where you from, boy. <laughs> Where I'm from, uh, I'm from Northeast Portland, man. Born and raised, you know. Um, I went to a couple of different high schools, Grant, Jefferson. Uh, I'm 29 years old. I got three kids. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Man, I'm just a simple guy. So now, nah, man, I don't sound that simple, boy. I'm <laughs> sound like the work you doing. I mean, you hooking up for me, hooking up some meals for a whole lot of folks, man. Who you don't cook for, man? Tell me a little bit about your cooking background and. Tell me a little about this food, man, because I, I was looking on that Facebook page, man, and I'm going to tell you, like I said, I see some things on there, boy, but I would say, boy, I, where they at? Talk to me, man. Uh, so, uh, man, we cook for a host of different people. Uh, we cook for, like, a lot of people in the community, uh, you know, like average people. We also cook for a couple celebrities. Um, I would say, uh, like, we cook for E-40. Uh, Bow Wow, uh, Nick Cannon, Wildin' Out, uh, cast and crew. Um, we cook for the mayor, a uh, couple different people, too many to name. Uh, you know, it just, we just keep on trying to get better every day, you know. Uh, but our favorite people to cook for is just like the everyday people, uh, just because you know that's who we can relate to the most, and that's who, uh, you know, we, we like to put smiles on everyday people's faces. Uh, so I would say that would be like the, the, the best people that we cook for is everyday people. Right on, man. So, so Johnny, tell me, man, what inspired this thing for y'all, man? I mean, what has come out? This just came out of nowhere. Has this been something that you've been working on for a minute? Uh, nah, yeah. So, uh, everybody eats. It was uh, originally established in uh, 2016. Uh, pretty much, it came about uh, just because I was tired of doing the same thing. You know, uh, I I knew I needed. I knew I wanted to work for myself. Um, but I just didn't didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. I knew I liked to cook. You know, like cooking brings me joy, and that was like one of the only things I could see myself doing. Uh, you know, like full time as well as like doing it for myself. So uh, I decided to take it serious. Uh, enrolled in culinary school, and I kind of uh, learned the ins and outs of uh, what I needed to get started. 
uh, did a couple little externs and stuff like that. You know, I uh, got a couple little mentors and then uh, I launched the Everybody Eats uh, brand uh, slash catering. A um, few years after I launched Everybody Eats, I was introduced to uh, Marcel Goss through, uh, we basically worked together on a, a catering gig. And uh, through that, we was introduced through a mutual chef friend uh, from there. We uh, kind of, you know, like trying to figure it out on like what we really wanted to do. We were still doing the catering thing, but we was kind of, you know, like we wanted to take it like a step further. So uh, in doing that, we kind of like subcontracted to cook for uh, like a couple trailblazers, different other people, you know, like high profile people within the community. Um, after doing that, you know, we felt like that wasn't the best fit for us. You know, like, like I said, we like cooking for everyday people, you know, uh, you know, like the personal chef thing, like wasn't for us. So we decided to, you know, just go full steam with the catering company uh, that started gaining like more and more traction, more and more momentum. Then we got hit with COVID. Uh, once COVID came, we had to readjust uh, the, the location that we originally had. We was going to use that as like our catering hub and kind of like the hub to get started with like our seasonings and, you know, I just basically build a brand. We was going to use that as the hub for that. But since COVID hit, that slowed down catering and kind of put a wrench in our plans. And so we went brick and mortar. Uh, and I feel like since we went brick and mortar, that was probably like one of the best decisions we decided to make, you know, like to adjust to COVID, you know, like it was easy to shut down or roll over, you know, like give up, but we just kept, kept it going because we knew it was something that we wanted to do, you know, like the people loved our food and uh, we, we had a way to give it to them. We had the location to give it to them. It was just about adjusting our game plan and just getting it out to them. Yeah. So, so tell me, man. What was what was going to come? You know, I've always wanted to go. To, I'm gonna tell you, that's one of my little secrets that I don't tell too many people. It was two things that I wanted to do in a lifetime, but I guess <laughs> one of them was to to be a choreographer, right? For some of the hip hop, right, right, right. Another one was to go to culinary school, someplace. You know, so what was that like, though, man? I, you know, I used to go to that place when it was downtown, down over there. Y'all had a little outlet thing, the part of yeah. school, and it was always real fabulous watching. Y'all students coming in. What was it like for you, man, as a young black man going through that? Uh, man, it was it was definitely dope. You know, like so a, di a totally different experience. You know, like uh, coming up. Uh, you know, like school wasn't, you know, like something for me. Like I was always, you know, like I was always smart and stuff. I did the work pretty fast. So it kind of like bored me and stuff, which uh, led me to graduating high school early. You know, uh, I didn't really want to go to college, but I knew I had to do something with my life. So, uh, you know, I was just trying to figure it out. Uh, culinary school, it was just like, you know, like a different outlook. Like you got to meet people from all walks of, you know, you got to learn different styles of uh, cooking, different techniques you know like it ain't just like what mama taught you or you know like what grandpa or grandma taught you you know it's like stuff from all walks of life so you get to learn what you know like they grandma taught them or you know like what they auntie taught them you know like they family recipes or you know like they techniques uh overall i just say it was like a good experience it uh it helped open my eyes and like broaden my horizon you know like uh I was, uh, I wouldn't say that I was like thinking uh, small, but I was just kind of like, you know, like uh, kind of like selling myself short. Culinary school kind of opened my eyes, you know, like to, to the possibilities that, uh, that this culinary world could take you and like the doors that it could open if you really take it serious and give, give it your all. Right on, man. I mean, so uh, what, like what was something like the little twist? Like, like you just add, learn how to make sure you do presentation on food a little better or was it? Yeah, 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 yep. Stuff like that, I mean. I mean, because, you know, everybody know how to, we all say we know how to barbecue. Right, 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 right. But what yeah. makes you stand apart from us when you get with your uncles and all of them and say, oh, bro, you can't cook. Oh, yeah. 
so, pretty much, man, pretty much the biggest thing that I learned from culinary school is it ain't it ain't what you cook, it's the technique in which you cook it. You know, like everything has a specific technique in how you cook it. And it's like, uh, you know, like if you follow the technique, it don't matter, you know, like what you put on it, you know, you're going to always make it good, you know, like as long as you follow the technique and the way to do it, you know, like it's a way to do everything. And like they say, it's more than one way to skin a cat, but as long as you follow in the foundation and the techniques, you know, like in the fundamentals, then there's no way, you know, you can mess up or get it wrong. You know, like it might be a little salty or something like that, but you know, like that's just when you adjust, you know, like you keep the technique the same you just you know, like tweak the tweak the little uh skills or you know like whatever you add to it but it's like everything is the same you know like as far as the fundamentals and things like that in a uh, culinary school i would say it definitely helped me with my, my presentation uh it helped me with like my portion size uh, as far as like cost wise and stuff like that as far as like food you know like, what, what we should be charging and everything like that uh helped me like how to develop recipes man how to make menus and like how to put like whole meals together you know like, versus just like throwing a whole bunch of stuff on the plate that sound good to me you know actually like giving people like a full satisfying meal you know like, to where you're hitting all the food groups and stuff like that uh just like a lot of technical stuff that you know like i wouldn't have really thought about you know like if i just taught myself or you know i went to youtube university Look at you, Johnny. You're shining. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love it. You know, because uh, it's a, all you want to be cooks out there. Y'all better be listening to this here, because I ain't trying to hear that. I come to your house, you talk about you can cook, but you be <laughs> but right, they, right, right. They look, think you may think it look like your mama's shit, but it does. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, hey, so, so you was talking a little bit earlier in the interview about how COVID, when COVID hit, how has COVID affected your business, man? I mean, did it affect you guys in any kind of way? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It most definitely affected us. Um, so, uh, before COVID, we was, uh, like pretty big with the catering and stuff like that. Uh, you know, we had a couple big contracts, did a couple big events. Uh, I would say like our biggest catering to date will probably be, be uh, probably the Central City Concern, uh, company picnic. That was for like, I think like they said 500 people originally, but we did, I, I would say like close to a thousand. Uh, that turned out to be good. But uh, so basically COVID, we was uh, heavy, heavy, heavy on the uh, catering and stuff like that. You know, we wasn't really doing like the dinners or, you know, like the restaurant uh, entity. So once COVID hit, that kind of like stopped everything just because we, we was kind of like, you know, like a one trick pony. Uh, just like with the catering and stuff like that, you know, we wasn't prepared for, you know, like COVID. So when COVID hit, we pretty much had to adjust. Uh, we could have easily shut down and stuff, but, you know, we knew we had uh, other employees, you know, that was working with us and stuff that depended on us. So we uh, pretty much, you know, just turned into survival mode. Uh, with that, you know, we decided to go brick and mortar. Uh, since we went brick and mortar, we found out that that was actually, you know, like a little bit better. You know, like the catering, it was bringing in, an, uh, you know, like a nice stream of revenue. You know, like uh, basically, you know, like keeping us afloat and stuff. But with the restaurant, you know, like we're able to serve more people, you know, like get our name out there more. And the people that couldn't, you know, like afford catering or have, you know, like an event to cater, you know, like they got a chance to try us or, you know, like eat their favorites and stuff like that. You know, like we kind of like wasn't setting ourselves aside no more. Right on, right on, man. So during that time, did you receive any kind of financial assistance or anything in the pan pandemic to keep you afloat? Or? Uh, yeah, so like later on towards the pandemic, we did. Uh, we received uh, uh, MISO. They gave us a grant. Uh, Rosewood Initiative, they definitely gave us a grant. Um, we had like a couple of uh, local companies. Uh, 
dang, I don't want to uh, butcher their name, uh, Pano, they did uh, like a couple little things uh, for the COVID where they reached out to like local restaurants and they paid for like families to like have meals and stuff like that. Uh, the holiday season definitely kind of, you know, like uh, kept us afloat with uh, like people having like holiday parties and doing different things to where uh, a lot of stuff was different this year. So they couldn't gather, you know, like everybody to have a party. So they would do things like they would pay for like, you know, like, uh, say like they have a uh, hundred employees, like 60 people wanted to come eat at everybody each they would pay us you know like a certain amount for those 60 people to come eat so like things like that with like SEI and you know like the different uh type of entities and you know like businesses that operate throughout the uh throughout the metro area you know like them reaching out to us just doing things like that definitely helped keep us afloat uh the CARES Act we definitely got a grant from the CARES Act uh just like little things like that but it was it was more so like uh, you know, like, kind of like getting us out the rear and, you know, like covering the stuff that uh, that we didn't, you know, like, that we had to put on the back burner. Because as you know, you know, like money stopped coming in. We had to give deposits back for catering that we was booked out for, stuff like that. Uh, shoot, I, I would say our catering dropped a good 90%. So wow. we, went from, wow. we went from doing like 60 events a month to about uh, 10 to 6, wow. if that. You know, uh, we went from like 50 to 100 people parties to like five people parties, three people parties, stuff like that, you know, like small intimate things. So, uh, yeah, we definitely felt the effects of it. It was just a matter of, uh, you know, like keeping going uh, survival mode, you know, like uh, pretty much, you know, like we don't we don't really like spend too much on, you know, like anything crazy like that. So it was like, you know, like being conservative definitely helped, uh, you know, like we, we, we didn't have a brick and mortar for, you know, like the first few years. So uh, that that not having overhead costs definitely helped. Uh, you know, just like a lot of little things, you know, like that we saved on throughout the way that helped us, you know, like uh, help helped us through the COVID times, you know, like that we, we wasn't definitely, you know, we wasn't anticipating COVID or nothing, but just little things that we uh, already was uh, doing, you know, like helped us for the long run. Right on, John. Hey, so Johnny, uh, <clears throat> what made you choose uh, the Pearl instead of Northeast? Uh, man, honestly, man, I wanted to be in Northeast. But uh, the location that I wanted in Northeast, man, they outbidded me 80000 for it, man. So, uh, yes. So, uh, man, the Pearl was uh, our next best location. We just knew we needed to get out get out of the location that we was currently in. Right. Uh, you know, we just didn't like the environment. You know, we want to bring, the, uh, you know, like the, the best experience to our customers. You know, like if you drive from wherever you drive from, you know, we had people coming from as far as Seattle, you know, like Florida, you know, like Chicago, like all over. And it's like, you know, like if you come in, if you taking the time out to come see us, you know, like passing up all these food places on the way. We want to make sure you have the best experience possible, you know, and uh, part of like relocating, you know, that was like our main thing. Come on, boy, breathe. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. You know, right you have all the money with us. You know, we want to make sure that you get an experience that you can remember. Yeah, man, and, I, and much respect to you for that, Johnny. So tell okay. me, as a business owner, man, and a, and, a, and a nonprofit owner, you know, share with us a little bit about the challenges of being a restauranteur, you know, and then talk a little bit about the industry. I mean, in terms of it, for those people who want to go into the restaurant business, such as myself, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. What would you lay down for us, man? I mean, what, what's your what's your sense of sharing? What, what would you say the do's and the don'ts? What we should be careful about? What should we just give us a little bit of game, man? Uh, man, so I would say, so I'll, I'll give you uh, the things like to be careful about and mindful with at first. 
so things to be careful about and mindful with is uh, basically like the food game is not like, you know, like selling like any other product or, you know, like merchandise and stuff just because it's like uh, the cost of food is going up, you know, like the cost of materials and everything is going up, especially with like COVID and stuff like that, you know, so it's like we definitely like experience, you know, like uh, hikes and prices and stuff. So I would say uh, the biggest thing would be like saving, you know, like uh, don't spend everything you make just because you never know, you know, like when a problem can arise or, you know, like when you have to fix something. Um, I would say try to do as much work on your own as you can before you start like outsourcing and stuff and start paying people just because it's like you never know you're not going to problem going to rise or you're not when you got to fix some equipment or you know anything like the food game is like different than anything else because it's like you know you're putting the most wear and tear on your equipment. Uh, you know, you're using it every day, multiple hours of the day and stuff. You know, like of course it's built for durability, but it's like you know like stuff that always happen. Um, I would say just stay stay consistent. Most definitely stay consistent. Uh, you know, like always stay like authentic and, uh, you know, like carve out like your own lane and kind of like, kind of like make like your own path, you know, like stand, uh, stand, like stand out from the rest, you know, like don't just try to be like totally different, but, you know, like make it to where people can see the difference, you know, like to where they know, you know, like if they come to you, you know, or, you know, like if they decide to deal with you or, you know, like whatever the case may be, you know, like they know that they're going to be getting something different, not, you know, like, a, like not like driving through any other McDonald's where you can order every, you know, like the same stuff from every McDonald's. It's like, you know, you switching it up. You got some originality. Um, as far as, uh, what was the other part? The other part, <laughs> you know, in terms of what the game is like out there in terms of what. Oh, yeah, yeah. What it's like. Uh, Man, yeah. it's cutthroat, man. It's cutthroat. You know, you, you just got to make sure you surround yourself with solid people. You know, like people that you want to see, uh, you know, that want to see you win and stuff. Uh, you know, just every people that got your best interests at heart. Um, but overall, I would say, you know, it's a great experience. Um, just like being like a restaurant owner and stuff like that, especially like a minority, uh, you know, you learn, you learn the game. Like, you know, like people try to overcharge you a little bit for everything just because, right. you know, like they see, you know, like they think you got it or, you know, like they feel like, you know, you can afford it. Uh, but, you know, you just got to be mindful. You know, I always, uh, always be mindful, you know, like uh, never pay somebody for what you could do yourself. Uh, you know, um, and then, j yeah, just the biggest thing I would say is just stay consistent just because, you know, like people, people depend on that consistency, you know, like it ain't nothing like, you know, like getting something good and then you try to go back and get it again and it ain't there or, you know, like it's not, it's not as good as it was when you went back last time, you know, like that, that could definitely, you know, like turn people off and uh, mess up the church's money. So it's like, you know, you got to make sure you stay consistent and just stay at it, man. And just uh shoot believe in yourself you know even when even when nobody else believing in you you know you got to believe in yourself like you know like it was times you know like i didn't i didn't even think that you know like i would i would even sell you know like 10 15 plates and stuff you know but it's just like i just kept on doing it and kept believing and overall you know it's just like you know you see like what the grind do you know you only get as much work uh, you only get uh you know like the results that you put in you know so it's like you got to work every day so what's your signature thing, man? I mean, what's the thing that, that makes you stand out in terms of your food? Like, what's your what's your little secret? I mean, what you ain't Man, my little secret? Uh, little I, secret? I, would, I, would say, I would say my secret is, I would say my secret is, uh, man, like not, not, not showing my hand, you know, like people never know what to expect from us. You know, it's like, it's like, you know, like, uh, we live in a world now where people feel like you got to tell everything that you're up to or like tell everything that you do, you know, it's like, 
with us, you know, people never know what's next and never know what's coming. You know, it's always like, man, we gotta we gotta keep our eye on them because we don't know, you know, what they gonna do. You know, it's like it's always something crazy, you know, whether it's like a, a meal or you know, like uh, like an event for the community or you know, like something like that. It's just like, man, these dudes is always up to something. You know, like, yeah. even though they ain't broadcasting that they working, like they always working type thing. You know, yeah. and I would say I would say that's what that's what keep it going for us. Hey, so you know, tell us how, how can the audience support every day? Everybody eats PDX, man, and the work that you're doing with the black and blue. How can we support you? How can the community support you, man? Uh, man, I would say uh, go like our Facebook page, follow us on Instagram. Uh, when we open, definitely stop by. Uh, whether you're coming to get a cocktail, we got a full bar now. So uh, you can stop by, get an adult beverage if that's your choice, come get some food. Uh, you know, we're gonna have a lot of things. We're gonna have merch, we're gonna have seasoning. So even if you don't like the food, you know, but you like the seasoning or something, you know, you like our merch, you can always support that way. Um, you know, you can always share our post anytime you see us post something. Uh, yeah, just just keep mentioning everybody eats. Word of mouth is the best way to uh, to help and promote us because uh, people only believe what they hear. Yeah, no no doubt, man. So so Johnny, so so what's what's next for y'all, man? I mean, y'all y'all got outside opening up the restaurant, all that. You got mm -hmm. spices, you got all that, you know. And most importantly, man, uh, you know. How can how do people get your food today? I mean, as we waiting. Man, well, right now you can't get it. It's just you know you gotta wait. It's just you know we just building up the anticipation for the new restaurant. <laughs> I'm here today. I'm anticipating, boy. Yeah, before everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. come through, man. We gonna have a shoot. We gonna have like a little VIP event and stuff too. So. You know, we're going to definitely allow a couple very important people to get in here before, you know, you're going to be on the list uh, to beat the rush and everything like that. And so don't worry, you got your invitation coming. And, I appreciate uh, that, Johnny. Hey, Johnny, also, man, but before we run through here too, man, because this was a hot topic with mm -hmm. uh, Black Lives Matter, man, but, you know, and I, and I seen that, that there was some other things on the national, man, about this black and blue. You know, uh, and man, but just before we run through this field, man, talk, touch on that a little bit for me, man, because that's even more fascinating, equally as fascinating, man. I mean, you're making that connection, you know, yeah, to yeah, yeah. your people. So talk to me a little bit about that before we get out of here. So uh, Black and Blue, is it was actually uh, Marcel's idea. Uh, it was a nonprofit that he started uh, like well before I met him. So it was basically in play before, you know, like the Black Lives Matter and everything like that. You know, I kind of like, you know, I gained this momentum and stuff. Uh, but pretty much like once the Black Lives Matter and everything, you know, it kind of happened, we felt like that was like the perfect time, you know, like to get people engaged and stuff, you know, like to basically, you know, I like do our part. Cause it's like as chefs, you know, it's like, we don't, you know, we have a voice, but it's like, what can we do, you know, like to, to stay in our lane, but to still, you know, like help the community and stuff. And uh, with the black and blue, you know, like as far as like partnering, uh, you know, like at risk youth and everything like that, you know, like with, with uh, local officers in our neighborhood and everything like that, we felt like, you know, like that was like the best way that we could show, you know, like what, what we could bring forward and, you know, like, uh, kind of help bridging the gap to, to stop what's basically going on and stuff. And, uh, you know, like we just been, uh, shoot, since I met him uh, about a couple years now, we've been pushing it and stuff, but uh, we just trying to get, you know, like more attention towards it and everything like that. You know, I kind of try to get the ball rolling now that we kind of got, you know, like everybody eats, you know, like locked in on like what we want to do and everything like that. So it was just pretty much about, you know, like putting the pieces to the puzzle together in the right time to, you know, like present it to everybody. How does it work, man? Do the cops cook with kids? Uh, yeah, kids yeah, yeah, yeah. So pretty much uh, we, uh, we got a couple 
officers on board. It's just about getting some kids and everything like that, getting everybody locked in, getting our location up and running. But pretty much we partner uh, kids with officers. You know, like they just make a meal of their choice, whatever is their favorite, you know, or, or it could just be, you know, like something that we choose, whether it's like a burger or, you know, like the ultimate Mac or whatever. And they just basically come together, you know, like learn how to make the meal, kind of talk about their life, where they come from and everything like that. You know, like kind of get to know each other so that, you know, like when they run into each other out in the street, it ain't like, you know, like they running into a complete stranger, you know, I like guess like I met this kid, you know, like, you know, like in a different environment. So it's like, you know, like I don't, you know, like when, when you see him, you know, like committing a crime or, you know, like doing something, you know, you know how kids is, they always, you know, like they get in trouble or, you know, like they explore and stuff, you know, you're not meeting them based on that interaction, you know, it's like you actually know this kid and stuff. So, you know, like the way you interact with them is different, you know, you ain't quick to draw your gun, you know, like to try to deescalate the situation or whatever, you know, you know, this kid like cars or, you know, you know where this kid come from. So you could kind of sympathize with him and stuff, or you know, like the kid know where the officer come from. So he ain't trying to, you know, like shot in front of his friends and, you know, be resistant and all that, you know, he could, you know, help the officer, you know, get the situation under control too, you know, like if he got, you know, like all his friends looking up to him as the leader, you know, doing what the officers say you know, like that can de-escalate the whole situation and stop you know like everybody from getting in trouble you know, like that's less black kids in the system and less people that we got to say rest in peace to man i am never ever surprised anymore at the young black men that come through the gate and step up on the front line and deliver what it is that they deliver johnny i'm man i got much respect for you a lot of appreciation bro Oh, you thank know, you, thank you, man. Because you know, we need all, you know, man, because in this time, it's real dicey, man. I mean, but we need the minds, man. You know, because you, you can be a hustler out there, but the question is, can you evolve that hustle? You right, know? yeah, most definitely. Most you know, definitely. And, that's, and that's like the main thing. We want to show them that it's a different way. You know, like, yeah, you know, yeah. it's, it's more than one way to be successful. You know, you ain't got to be sell drugs or, you know, like do what you see everybody else doing. You know, like it's more than one way to skin a cat and more than one way to have that house on the hill with them cars and everything that you want. You know, you ain't don't give us no day about you and them other ones out there. They may not, they may know how to skin a cat, but boy, they don't know how to make it taste good. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. You know? Eat it, we gonna eat it, but boy, they don't know how to make it taste good. Yeah, exactly, you know, but then, but then you know, it's a lane for everybody, you know, you know, you might not be good at making it taste good, but you might be good at putting it together, you know, so you can, you can get paid, yeah. you know, like to put it together for somebody that make it taste good. You know, everybody got their strong suit. It's just about finding your lane and carving out, you know, what you're good at and just mashing on the gas once you find your lane yeah no man and i'm and it's, it seems to me johnny like you have found that lane you know and i look to hear more about that relationship between pdx and 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 black and blue you know that whole thing that y'all got going on there that relationship because you know and after the show i'd like to you know make sure that michelle gets back to you on some of the media game that oh, is associated with that, so we can see if we can make sure you get equipped with the things that you need to okay. be able to make that a successful adventure you know, and it sounds to me like that's still a little bit in the making. You, yes, you're sir. formulating that a little bit. Just like, so you, you, you know, so you want to keep an eye on because you got some running to do to, to get yeah, to the full you. play. But boy, I'm telling you, look at me now in about a year from now, boy, we're going to double back and we're going to check in with you. Yes, and we're going to bring the cameras in the restaurant with us <laughs> to get this interview the next time. We're going to be talking to you. Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. We should be open within the next few weeks, man. So whenever. Oh, man. No, that's soon. Okay. Well, the damn yeah, well, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to eat until then. Yeah. Okay. We, we got a feast for you, man. Don't worry. <laughs> no, Thank you for being part of our show today, Johnny. Um, well, we take pride in improving people's perception of capability, significance, and influence in their lives and in the lives of their community. Hey, man, let me tell you something. You are a pitch in making, and I'm, and I'm so surprised 
that everybody else in the country ain't taking heed to what this is, but it's just a matter of time, my brother. And if the Food Channel don't come out here, I'm going to get on the Food Channel myself. I'm going to talk dirty about it. Yeah, hey, man, that's the plan. Man. We, got, we got to get Guy Fieri down here, man. Hey, hey. Anybody, you know, man, and tell, just before we get off, what is your sense of that marketing reality with him? Do you think he has a little something that's different than the rest of them? And why do they keep him out in front so much? In terms yeah, of yeah. Most definitely. I think, I think, uh, so I think basically, you know, uh, it's all about personality, you know, and I feel like, uh, out of all those people, you know, like guy has like the most, you know, like down to earth personality, you know, he's somebody you can relate to, you know, he got the Mohawk with the blonde hair, he got tattoos, you know, he got piercings, he drive up muscle cars, you know, stuff like that. He eat, you know, like he, the same type of food we eat. He like, you know, he's just like the most relatable guy you know everybody has like their own niche and he's like one of those people you know like, everybody can relate to you yeah. can put him in you know like the jungle and he gonna camouflage and you know like come out just looking like a lion or whatever you know he like one of those people that got it <laughs> you got it down there but boy i'm telling you move over guy because i got a guy hey so where's your location tell us about where your new location is uh, so our new location, we at 138 Northwest 10th Avenue. Uh, we're right on the corner of 10th and Davis uh, in the Pro District, right next door to Little Big Burger and uh, Los Gorditos, uh, which is a, a taco place, Little Big Burger. Everybody know that, uh, the big uh, the burger place. Uh, yeah, we're right here on the corner, man. We uh, It's still got the old Sushi Land sign up. So if you drive by, you're going to see the old Sushi Land sign, see papers on the window. I'm actually in here right now. That's why you see the papers on the yeah, window. Okay, man. Yeah, getting, it, getting it done. Yeah, we try to get it ready. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Or are you gonna just be doing dinner, dinner? No, yep, yep. We're gonna be doing breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We plan Ooh, on. Boy, I'm so happy for you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> and we're gonna be open until like 11. Once they lift the restrictions, we plan on being open until like 2:30. So it's gonna be yeah. a late night munchie spot, man. Boy, lead the guns in the car. Most definitely. Most definitely. Into the restaurant. Let's have some fun, y'all. Yeah, and believe you me, it's and hopefully before it's said and done, you a franchise because we got to have you over in the Northeast. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. That's our plan, man. We try, we're trying to get everywhere, man. Northeast, Northwest, man. We're trying to get everywhere, man. Across the globe, out the country. Everybody eats, right? Everybody yes, eats. And I love it. Hey, Johnny, man, this is much respect. I know you're a busy man, and I appreciate you getting out here with us and giving us a shout. You know, man, and letting our readers and viewers hear a little bit about you and your story. Good man, this is a story that I'm sure we're going to be covering for quite some time to come. And we look forward to watching your success, man. We yes, sir. I appreciate you. And anything that we can do for you, we are open to share that with you, my brother, in that experience. And I'm coming to eat. Yes, sir. Come through. We got you. Everybody man. else, but I'm showing up <laughs> to eat. We got you. We got you, man. We got yeah. you. Respect, my brother. And I look forward to that. Yeah. Take it away, take it away, feeling too good to me Chilling all day, all in your space is where I wanna be Here in this room, what did you do? I just can't get enough Too caught up in your love